welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. Today, I am pleased to be honored by one of Hampton Roads' more amazing guys. I've met Avi the first time at Kempsville Run Club probably two years ago, and I've just been following his journey, and I'm really, really amazed by just this whole story of overcoming. So without further ado, you ready to go for a run, Avi? I sure am, Michael. Awesome. So let's just kind of kick it off. Tell us a little bit about who Avi Kelly is, what he does when he's not running and being fit. And then we'll jump into kind of the the whole story of how you became this amazing person and overcame some really amazing odds. All right. All right. Thank you, Michael. Well, you know, Avi Kelly eight years ago was not a runner, not an athlete never had uh, <laughs> done anything of that sort his entire life. I was the wallflower, the nerd, the guy kind of just sat in the background and didn't really say much. People who know me now are like, wow, you're <laughs> very uh, open and about your life and you know, you're very um, outgoing and all that. But uh, I've always been the introvert my entire life. So that's obvious. That kind of describes me. I, I tend to be to myself. And uh, you know, what makes me me is being a father to three amazing girls, and um, now and just to be open and, and transparent. You know, I, I am uh, divorced from their mother and uh, have been for a few years now, but I still have an amazing relationship with them. And, and that's where my running journey started. It really was them motivating me to become better and overcoming some pretty amazing odds. What not only just life in general, but, you know, health and genetics and, and so on. Eight years ago, I was 270 pounds. Wow. I was suffering through major depression, uh, had been diagnosed with major depression a few years before that. Uh, I didn't really see uh, a way out of that. And I'm sure that contributed to my obesity. And um, you know, with that, my doctor had told me, you know, hey, Avi, you're going to be dead or <laughs> suffer from a heart attack by the time you're 50. If you don't get your health in order. You know, I had all of the markings of a person who's obese, hypertension, pre-diabetic, my uh, triglycerides were off the chart, my cholesterol was off the chart, suffering from low testosterone, you name it. I had wow. every single health marker that you could uh, imagine of someone who, who who's not healthy. After I uh, moved to Virginia Beach, and this was during my divorce uh, journey, I grew it up in Virginia Beach and, uh, you know, my parents, my family, aunts and uncles, cousins here. So it was just a, a natural fit for me to come back here and uh, have the support of my family. After being settled, I was like, well, what do I do with my life? You know, that kind of fog of depression and everything, starting that new life was exciting for me. But I also knew in the background, I just needed to do something to get myself in a better place physically and mentally. So one day I just decided to join a social group, threw myself out there. I said, you know what? I need to meet some new friends in the area. After meeting them at the uh, Whole Foods for, for social, they invited me to go skydiving with them. I'm like, well, no, instantly fear and everything kind of welled up. I'm like, no, that's, that's not something that I could 
know ever do but you no know, but at the same time it sounded like you know what I do want to do this and it was a uh, a mental challenge uh, to overcome but I said you know what this is something that I need to do and I need to do something dramatic drastic to kind of break myself away from my previous life that obesity the depression the the broken relationship those are things I just was desperate to just you know try to put in my rearview mirror so jumping out of an airplane became a symbol of that when I got there it was at skydive Suffolk and I hardly recommend them if uh, anybody's ever considering this but uh, the first thing I had to overcome was getting myself into the the parachute harness <laughs> um, you know it, it was uh, because this no, is still large Avi right yeah, this is still large, Avi. No, I was well over 250 pounds. Now, it's a tandem. So what they do is they you know, weigh you and the person you're attached to together. So there was no danger there. But the large Avi had a very huge belly and putting on the harness had some difficulties. And I had that was one of the first things I had to overcome there. You know, and they literally in the middle of the hangar with a bunch of my friends looking on, I, they told me to breathe out as hard as I could to put this darn thing on. But I put it on. That was a small victory. And I marched onto the plane and, and um, I jumped out. And it was one of the most thrilling experiences of my life. You know, that plane, as it faded into the background uh, with the, again, wind whipping around my hair, no, that plane was a symbol of my previous life. All those things I talked about before, unhealthy habits, you know, the depression, the obesity, you know, the, 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 broken, uh, <laughs> the broken marriage, uh, everything. Um, those are all symbolized in that plane. That's and, awesome. uh, and when I landed, I was like, you know, you know maybe it was the adrenaline rush. I, I'm not exactly sure. But I said, you know what, I am going to do something about my health. And the next day, and I still have this app on my phone, I downloaded Couch to 5K. No way. (laughs) Are you serious? Uh, The next day, literally. And one other thing, though, is that when I did my skydiving, that was my 43rd birthday. Okay. So, um, So, you know what, I am celebrating this birthday by jumping out of a plane, one, but two, taking a step to a better life. So all I did is I followed the plan on, on the couch to 5k and that the group that went skydiving, uh, they also had a walking group, um, that they, you know, they, all they did is they met at Mount Trashmore once or twice a week. And all we did was walked around the little loop at Mount Trashmore. And uh, that was just, I said, you know what? walking, I can do this, you know, and this is cheaper than and to me, this is cheaper than joining a gym. I said, no, I don't have to pay, you know, this $50 a month gym membership. The, this, pe- these people in my walking group, you know, they all look like me, you know, because the back then I, I saw runners as a, you know, oh my God, no, they're all fit. I'm never going to fit in. This is, you know, it was my dream to maybe be like that, but the walking group, we all decided to do a 5k. And for me, Michael, back then, 5k was a bucket list item. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so overcoming the fear of, you know, just getting out there and doing three miles was, was huge. But the way I overcame that was the support 
of that group. We all did it together. We all had our back. We all believed in each other. And in the end, to this day, it's been all about community for me. The power of community has helped me overcome every single challenge that I have faced from that point till now. Now, And that's one thing that I would like the audience to hear. You know, the power of community will help you overcome anything. Yeah. The key is finding the community. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You have to, you have to take that first step. Don't you, Avi? Absolutely. And you have to put yourself out there. And fortunately, I was very open with, with everyone in the group about my story. I told them, I said, Hey, suffering through depression and and going through a divorce and and all that, and desperately trying to, you know, be a, a good father for my kids. Uh, up till then, I felt like crap as a father. I said, you know, I, I had let my kids down, you know, and I couldn't be there for them like that. So overcoming that was another key. Like, say, you know what, Avi, you've done the best that you can. You're, you're not a terrible father. You, you got three wonderful girls and you know, you're, you're, you're making yourself into a, a better person. So. Right. So over the next few months, we kept walking around Mount Trashmore. I stuck to the plan, the Couch to 5K plan, uh, which kind of led to my, um, um, I'm a project manager. I work for ADP, the world's largest payroll company. And um, I've been a project manager uh, for them for many, many, many years. So following that plan in Couch to 5K was something that uh, just, just spoke to me. So over the next few months, um, I just just followed the plan and you know, we all did it together. And in October of 2014, me and uh, a few other people from the group, we did that 5K together. It was the uh, Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. And so that was your first 5K? Yes, that was my first 5K. And the funny, the funny story is that I, uh, when I went to pick up my bib, uh, they said, well, do you want a chip? or not. And I was like, well, what the heck is a chip? So, <laughs> right. Um, you know, and for those of you who don't know, I mean, that's the timing chip on a bib. And I had no ideas because this is my first time doing this. So I put that on and I still have that. I still have that bib and uh, the little medal that they gave out at the end. They actually, no, they didn't even give out a medal. They gave out like little pins that you could uh, attach to your shirt. Okay. I still have that. So I, Went to the starting line, and here I am surrounded by, oh my God, probably a thousand women who were all various stages uh, overcoming breast cancer. And I'm like, these women are, they have overcome such uh, this major disease. And unfortunately, a lot haven't. And there are other family members who are standing there you know, trying to overcome their grief and walking in memory of that. But I'm like, I was looking at a woman beside me who, you know, was going through chemotherapy, as you can tell. And I'm like, this woman is here and she's over, or she's trying to overcome her disease. I wasn't sure, you know, and I'm like, what am I? You know, I can't compare to this. You know, all I'm, you know, all I am is fat. All I'm doing is trying to overcome my belly and my depression. You know, my, my issues do not compare to what these people uh, have gone through. 
And those women inspired me to like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. And and our team, we were walking for a family member of someone in the group who had lost their battle with breast cancer, unfortunately. So, but starting off, somebody in the group, actually, he was the boyfriend of somebody in the group. Hey, Hey, Dave. And I was talking about my couch to 5K and he said, you know what, Avi, I'll run with you. I'm like, and, and this guy, you know, he was just, you know, he's a retired Air Force. He, he's in fit. You know, I said, I, I asked him, I said, you know, how fast can you do a 5K? And he said, oh, you know, I can do it in like 24 minutes or whatever. And I was like, that just totally blew my mind away. <laughs> I'm like, how in the heck can, can, can someone do that? But I was like, okay, let, let's take off. And, you know, what we did, Michael, is we broke down that 5K into blocks. So we started on 30th Street uh, on Atlantic Avenue in Virginia Beach. And he said, you know what, I'm going to run with you, Avi. And what we're going to do is we're going to just run to the next block. Right. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and so, so every single block was a little, you know, I overcame that block. Right. And then we yeah. walked and then we did the next thing. And, you know, so we, we were doing intervals, uh, you know, and so every single one of those uh, blocks was was a little challenge that that I overcame. Now, after about you know, about a mile and a half or two, I, I finally told him, you know, I was getting tired and I told him to go ahead and, and go on. I said, I would wait for the rest of the group. And we all, uh, and then me and the rest of the group, we finished together. But, you know, and that first 5K for anybody who's asking, I did that in 54 minutes. There you go. Um, That's and, awesome. And the only no- way I know that is, is that I took a picture of the clock at the finish line. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when we finished, I was like, I had just this amazing sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And, um, you know, people in the group came up to me and said, hey, you know, how do you feel? You know, I said, I feel great. But, you know, my shins hurt, my ankles hurt, my knees hurt, you know, <laughs> my, my legs hurt, everything hurts. But, uh, and not in a bad way. I mean, yeah. they just hurt because, you know, I first time I had ever done anything like this. Yeah. Uh, and they said, that's amazing. And I said, are you going to do this again? And I said, yes. So and they said, well, the first thing you need to do is get a new pair of shoes. Right. There <laughs> you go. I had, because I had, uh, you know, a pair of sneakers from Costco, literally, <laughs> that, that I was right. running. In. Right. So um, I went over to a local running store and um, they put me into a a new pair of shoes. And, you know, that investment in buying these uh, running shoes that I had never paid this much money for, for shoes in my entire life, <laughs> um, other than my dress shoes I use for work. And I'm like, you know what? I made this investment. I'm going to sign up for another 5K. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad you said you're, you're calling it an investment because I've told people for years, you know, if you look at running as a healthcare budget item. Mm -hmm. Do you invest in healthcare? Like we all invest in health insurance, right? Yes. So why wouldn't you invest in your health? Right. And so running shoes aren't a cost running, Mm -hmm. you know, kit isn't a cost. It's an investment into you believing that you can be a healthier, fitter person. That's right. I just got a brand new pair of cargo pants from 3nailsclothing.com that I can't wait until the weather gets cooler and I can start using these to run during 
the winter months. They're made of fantastic material. The pockets have not only zippers, but also snaps. They're awesome. Check them out. 3nailsclothing.com. Link in the podcast notes or use LAUL24 at checkout to get 15% off. So that was eight years ago. How many 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons would you estimate you have run since? (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Um, I have no idea. I I know I have done um, 32 marathons, and I, I count ultras and that, so... Half marathons, I think I'm over 90, almost 100. Now, I do have a spreadsheet that I keep of my half marathons and my marathons. Um, okay. Because I'm, a, you know, I go back to, again, I'm a project manager, you know, I'm in the information technology field. So data is always um, one of those things that I like to keep track of. Five Ks and 10 Ks, I, I, I can't even count. That's just you know, drunk. You know, that's just. Uh, but you know what? One of these days, I will have to go back and look because I actually have every single medal that I have earned over the years. One of these days, uh, I do have a, a couple rudimentary medal racks that I do intend on displaying them all at some point. But uh, your point about an investment is hits home because I call, up to the time that I started on my fitness journey, I cannot tell you how much money that I spent on doctor's visits, antidepressants, uh, therapy sessions. And let, let me just tell everyone this, you know, it's, I'm not saying that what I did is a cure for depression. This is what worked for me. Yep. Okay. And for uh, people out there, antidepressants and having to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, you know, and th- that works for uh, a lot of people and everyone has to find their own journey to overcome. This is just what worked for me. So, you know, I don't want someone to go out and listen to this and say, okay, I'm going to do running and this is going to cure my depression. I'm like, right. no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional or anything like that. Yes, I spent so much money on on all of that. And I I can't tell you, uh, one of the things that I was when I was obese was was low testosterone. You know, hey, I'm a man. And I that that's something that I was going through as part of that. And I can't tell you how many 1000s of dollars I spent on treatments for that. And finally, I had a a doctor that said, Avi, you know, the treatments aren't working. He said, you know, I just think you're low testosterone because you're a hundred pounds overweight. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, but, but you're right. And, you know, the money that I've spent in running shoes or going to races and, and so on, it is an investment in my health. It is. And ultimately it's an investment in my kids because guess what? I just celebrated my not 50th, my 51st birthday. Um, I have gone to my oldest daughter's graduation. She graduated from SCAD, the Savannah College of Art and Design last year. My middle one is a junior uh, at the same school. My, my youngest one will be a senior in high school. And my doctor, my primary care physician, I just had a, my six month checkup with him last week. And he said, Avi, you're in perfect health. 
That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. He, he said, you're, you're my model patient. And he has told me over the years, he said, Avi, I, I tell your story to so many of my patients because this is something, you know, and we all know, Michael, that America has a health epidemic when it comes to being unhealthy. This And Michael, this is a journey that took me a long time. I did this journey. I lost that 100 pounds from, from October of 2014, from that first 5K. That was just, you know, walking and then just eating right. Um, but from that October 2014 to October 2015, my running journey, you know, after I did do another 5K and I said, you know what, that 5K took me uh, a little less time than that first one. And then I decided to sign up for another one. And then I found a running group in the area called the Running Turtles, who I just happened to join them. I said, well, you know what, I'm a turtle. Uh, there you go. <laughs> no, we all decided to do the JNA, the Serpent Santa five miler together. And okay. I'm like, but I'd only done a 5K to that point. I'm like going from three miles to five miles was in my mind, a huge challenge, but you know, I just ran with them a couple of times a week and we learned how to do the intervals and all that. And again, the intervals was just a way of breaking down this big race, Michael, into smaller chunks, Yep. right? Every single minute or two was, was a victory into the greater race. And so I did that. I did that five miler. And then uh, two months later, we were all uh, sitting at a restaurant after we had done another 5k and they came up to me and they said, Hey, Avi, you need to do a half marathon. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's 13.1 <laughs> miles. And they said, well, what was the, what's the most you've done? Uh, I said, well, last weekend I did six miles and this is middle of January, January, 2015. And they said, add one mile a week between now and March. Every single my Michael was another challenge that I overcame every yep. single week. You know, next week I did seven. Next week I did eight. And all I did, and this is how I I over um, I look at challenges now. I just break them into smaller punks, chunks. Yep. You yep. know, uh, so I did that. I did the uh, that half marathon Shamrock in March of 2015, um, and um, I you know I. I lined up with the uh, 245k group and, uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't quite finish it that, but I ran with like two other friends of mine and, uh, you know, we, and we finished it and every mile marker was just, you know, Hey, I've overcome mile one. Let's go to mile two. Hey, I've done that. Let's go to mile three. And that's basically how I started treating life. I took that approach and I started applying that into other facets of my life. My weight loss journey, I was still, of course, trying to lose weight at that, at that point. And every, just every week was just another milestone. Okay, let's, hey, I, I lost one or two more pounds. And again, I had the support of a great group of weight, of weight Watchers. And again, Weight Watchers is not a diet, it's just a lifestyle. Yep. Just learning how to eat right. So with the support of the, that running turtles group, and then I decided to join other groups. I'm like, Hey, no, it kind of became addicting, but in a good way, you know, I'm getting all this great support from this one group. So you know, I started joining other groups in the area and I did more half marathons. And then at the end of June of 2015, uh, another group in the area, uh, team RWB, which is a veteran support organization. Now I'm not a veteran, but I, 
support our military and i have many good friends of course being in the hampton roads area right uh, there was you know so many military personnel and you know i thank you to everyone out there who has served now i run for you guys but they challenged me to do the marine corps marathon awesome my favorite and, and then i'm like again it was just like that conversation I had back in January. This is 26.2 miles. Are you kidding me? I can't do this. <laughs> and Michael, it was the same exact thing. Break it down, you know, just take one mile at a time. And that's, you know, 26.2 miles sounds like an incredible challenge. But you know what? Breaking it down into every mile is how you overcome this. Yep. And a marathon is not 26.2 miles. It's 26.2 milestones, as, as I call them, yep. <laughs> you know. So, yep. you know, you, you hit one mile, mile two, mile three, mile four. And you just look at, you know, you just look at the mile marker in front of you. Okay, I've done 13 miles. Okay, let me get to 14. Okay, here I am at 14. Let me get to 15. And that's how, you know, I, I look at life. So I started... Um, that summer 2015, which was a very hot summer, much like it is uh, the summer. This year. <laughs> but I, I just started breaking off those milestones. So, you no, know, I did 14 miles for the first time, then 15 miles and 16. Now. And I always remember the time I did uh, 20 miles for the first time and how much of an of accomplishment that was. And by the time of August, like the end of August of, of 2015, um, as I was going through my training for my first marathon, I had lost a uh, hundred pounds. Wow. And, that's awesome. Uh, and they had asked me when I got into Weight Watchers, well, what's your goal? I said, you know what? My goal is just not to be considered. And I'm just going to say fat anymore. I don't care what the number is. And a person's weight loss journey, you know, people do get fixated on numbers. Yep. I, I want to uh, stress that, you know, my number is not the same as the, as the person's next to, uh, exactly. person next to me It's it's being healthy. And this is something that I talked with my doctor about. I said, what would be a healthy weight for me? And, and we came up with a number that said, you know, this is going to be what's healthy for you. And you no, know, I do stress that, you know, um, any kind of journey like this, you no, know, please make sure you're, you have the support of your family and your doctor and your medical professionals, because, you know, you want to do this in, in a safe way as possible. Exactly. So. Yeah. So sum up the journey and tell us how would you encourage somebody just starting out on this journey to, to tackle this thing? Well, two things. One, find a community. I know the biggest thing that people trying to approach this journey is like, where do I start? Where do I start? Well, you know, go to your local running store. I mean, that was so intimidating. I happen to be ambassador for running, et cetera. And that and the other stores in the area, they're, they're very welcoming. They just want you to sit down and just do this. Just don't be afraid. Find that community. First off, find out people that are like-minded. There are so many groups in the area that can help you with this journey, find that community, find your village, find your tribe, yeah. <laughs> find people who believe in you. That is probably the most important key here. Last weekend at Kempsville Run Club, who you know, I run with every single week, uh, one of the group leaders, uh, Jeff, said, we have your back. That yeah. is so important yeah. to find people who have your back. 
And then part two is just break it down, break down those journey. Maybe don't tackle a marathon, you know, take it in baby steps. You no, know, do that. Yeah, tackle a hundred miler instead. Yeah, it, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but break it down, do that 5k first. And then, you know, don't see the 5k as 3.1 miles, see it as one mile, then two miles and three miles, just break it down in, in, into smaller manageable chunks. You can do that. And that adrenaline or endorphins or whatever you get from just those little mini accomplishments uh, will add up to something much bigger. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Avi, I really thank you for joining us and can't wait to run with you again here shortly. And uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah, awesome journey, Avi. I'm really, really proud of how far you've come and just the the message you send to the entire running community of Hampton Roads. You're probably one of the most encouraging people out on runs and just in, in don't just go out with the fast people, Eva. It, it's cool to see you hanging back with people that are struggling and you've always got a kind word for people. You're just an amazing man. All right. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. And if anybody's looking for a, uh, you know, any groups out there that want to support you, uh, I'm going to tell them to uh, check out Run757 on Instagram and Facebook. Um, that's just a bulletin board of all the groups in the area. And I'm sure you'll find one that uh, can help you decide to go down that way. Awesome. So, Man, we'll put that in the you, show Michael. notes. Thanks, Avi. Have a great one. Thank you, Michael. All you right. Too. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time on Living an Ultra Life.